0: In a not-so-stable world, it is crucial to amplify the right message. At the Stream Grace Network, our goal is to do just that. We are adding to our stable of podcasters every month, and we are growing. This is where you come in. We want to share in that growth. If you are a small business owner looking to grow your business, we'd love it if you'd consider allowing one of our podcasters to endorse you, your products, or services. The best part? is that endorsement will never stop running in any episode it is a part of, ever. This is a unique and rare benefit in digital advertising. We want everything we do to be uplifting and to encourage positive growth. And we'd love to partner with you. For more information, visit us online at streamgrace.com or email us at support at streamgrace.com. God bless. Well, hello and welcome to my corner of the digital universe. Prepare to dive deep, get real, get close, and find out entirely too much about people you might know. I am Jeremy Griffin, and these are my conversations. So grab a coffee, get comfortable, because here we go. You're
1: listening to the Stream Grace Network.
0: All right, so today's guest. Uh, it will be impossible to wrangle, so I'm not even going to bother trying. Um, they have both been on the show before. Um, they are both rock and roll DJs. <laughs> That's right. I never, you know, I. Metal! This is pro- Metal! this is literally. See, it's not going to happen. I'm going to engage uh, ducking to where I win every time. <laughs> yeah,
2: hey, you wanted the best, you got the best. Exactly. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, you wanted us both here at the same time. Here I'm, we are, man. I, mean, I am. I am so happy to have John uh, Downing and Jason Zaragoza. How you man. guys
2: doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, a lot's changed since we last talked, but man, a man, lot has changed. yeah, a lot, a lot has changed, man. I am you know. doing great.
0: So, here's the thing. Here here's our choice for the day. I feel like we should wrap up with music conversation because that will be the only thing that
1: gets us, gets us <laughs> You're back You're on horrible, the same man. page.
3: Because I know because I know I know what um I know last time you and I talked, I know one of the things that you mentioned that you said you wanted us to get deeper into. Yeah. And and I and I think we still need to talk about we can it. So do that because I, cause I know Jason and I, we've talked about it. Um, we've talked about it amongst ourselves, but we've never really shared it with a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Except for maybe maybe one or two of the people that worked with us in 91, because because even in that situation, there are still some people that, you know, we didn't even want to. Uh, yeah. Mess with, you, yeah, you know, you know, you, you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't Organized know. What you, I don't know what you
2: guys talked about, so I was thinking about, okay, who's the last person I shared an <laughs> ice cream
3: with? <laughs> it was me. No. no, no, because one of the things we talked about was getting deeper into the whole situation. Because I remember, um, I listened to y'all's podcast and, and then I I recapped it on mine. And one of the things that you mentioned that I I didn't forget, but it was like in back in my subconscious was the whole um, uh, we're never gonna sell 91 Oh yeah. Yeah. And like I said, he and I, over the years, we've Mm -hmm. we still talk about it, but it's usually just been amongst ourselves. I think the only other people we may have discussed it with might have been Ricky or Vern. Yeah. Uh, outside of that. Vern, definitely. Yeah. uh, Yeah, definitely Vern. But outside of that, probably nobody else. Outside of you
2: and him, I think you guys are the only two that still talk to me. You know, Ken Farley hasn't talked to me in 14 years. What's up with that?
0: I'm just saying. Ken, if you're listening, yeah, it's an open invitation, I'm buddy. just saying, welcome yeah.
2: back, Carter. Come on. Now, so for our listeners
0: who don't realize this, um, you two guys pretty much cut your teeth at 91FM. You spent a lot of time there. Pretty much, yeah. And 91FM, yeah. um, you know, a lot of millennials won't know this. Um, you're right, they won't. They won't know this at all. But 91FM was a small building. Which is the building thing, because they should know about it. I know. It. Well, we're going to uh-huh. educate them today. It was a small uh, Christian rock radio station, Well, not just rock. I mean, uh, rap and rock. It was was everything. everything. It was basically the Christian music that was not Michael W. Smith, um, although he was probably played on there, too. But yeah, yeah, like seven in the morning. morning. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When Everybody was asleep. But what was cool about what was really cool about the station uh, from from a kid who listened to it. Right. So it was cool to me about it was um, realizing that this was kind of. It was one of those things, you know. When the Thunder came to Oklahoma City, you kind of felt like, "Oh, we're Oklahoma City. Like we have something." Mm-hmm. Ninety-one was that before we had that, right? It was it was one True. of those things that kind of everybody in that industry knew about mm-hmm. ninety-one FM. Well, even people even people not in not in the, the industry right. yeah, knew I'm ninety-one sure.
3: FM is because ninety-one FM was known nationally. Yeah. So I mean, and yeah. so
0: what we had talked about on, on Jason and I's conversation, we talked about what the call call letters meant, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's where we're going to pick it up because basically. Um, there was a promise made that this station would never be sold mm-hmm. and it was broken so we want to we dive into that so let's recap by talk, talking about what those call letters were and then you guys go and I'm going to go in the other room and have a drink <laughs> <laughs> well
3: we all know that the call letters
2: well, of course, he, he's
0: giving
3: us control yeah. man so go ahead Jeremy well, we got this <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, I mean, you want to run out? the board or don't you don't want you? me to run the board <laughs> oh hey
1: it's exactly. automated baby it's fine
3: <laughs>
2: Um, we all know that the wor- the the call letters for KOKF were yeah. King of Kings, kings Forever, forever. Yeah, yeah, right. And so there was a promise there, and and this mm-hmm. was, promise was made before I even started working there. Same here. That yeah. obviously it wasn't going to be sold, and mm-hmm. and one of the things that 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 we talked about on on my last podcast with you, my my guest appearance with you, is is I got a phone call while I was in Nashville. I mean, I seriously got a call in Nashville, and and to straighten things out uh, on the show that we had, I was so nervous and. Things like that, I had to go back and say, "Okay, what well, I chronologically like spun you." And so,
0: I have a okay. tendency to do that for people. Okay, I'm so, pretty intimidating. Before,
2: before I get, before I spin anybody else, you know, those Spanish, those Hispanic Asians. I know. went to, <laughs> I went to Nashville in 2001 and stayed there for 11 months and came back to Oklahoma and got married. And then I got a job as a youth minister in Chigashay and stayed there until. Uh, 2000, and I went back in 2000, and I want to say 2003, 2004. Anyway, long story short, during my last stay st- stint in Nashville, I got a phone call from I can't remember if it was Leslie Taylor, uh, it was somebody that I yeah. worked with at 91 FM yeah. for a long time. And, and, I seen and they day. said, Hey, man, we're standing outside the radio station and we can't get in. Mm. And I'm all Hey, man, I'm in Nashville, and I don't work at 91FM anymore, <laughs> yeah. so what's yeah. up? So they're sitting there telling me, and I'm like, man, I don't even know who to call. See, you know what?
3: I haven't heard this part of the story.
2: I don't even know who to call. Yeah, I didn't know this. And so, and there's another part of the story that you may not have heard, mm-hmm. and the rest of Oklahoma and the rest of the world has never heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, I went and introduced Petra at a Blazers hockey game. Remember the Blazers? I <laughs> ran south
3: yes, yes. for the Blazers for yeah. a while. No, who re- so, <laughs> well, first of all, who remembers Petra? So, so. <laughs> Right.
2: So let, let me start at the very beginning. So... So, Should we play the music? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Wayne's again, World. And again <laughs> uh, this is this is based on my memory. This is not based on fact. So I just want to put that out there in case yeah. any of you want to just fact check me or talk to you know Ken Farley or whatever. But I, as I understood it, so Ken,
3: forgive you if your story goes exactly
2: astray. as as I, <laughs> as he, I understood cut, it. You caught that one. <laughs> Listen, as I understood it, Ken Farley got asked to leave now we're not going to get into why the why and all that that's ken's business that's not my business and it's certainly not yours true he got asked to leave and he called me he called me and said hey can you help me come pack my can can you come help me pack my moving truck and, and you said you,
3: sure and you know what's sad about that story is the fact that um you're totally right that's 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 totally his business but you know what's sad is that's the one thing i do know about the story yeah exactly and I mean, that's what's sad well Exactly yeah yeah go ahead I'm and sorry so, I, I just had to point that out. sorry and so, yeah
2: and so anyway, long story short I go to I, I'm going to help him pack his truck and and the manager says to me, if you do that, you can't work here anymore. if you go help Ken,
3: you can't work here anymore. Okay. To see this was see, I don't, after. I don't, I don't think I remember you telling me this. This was after. I would remember okay, you telling me this.
2: This was after, and he was also mad about something else. But let me get into that. Yeah, he was upset because Ken Farley was leaving. They were trying to figure out who was going to be the new program director. Vern was upset because Vern obviously has been there for a long time, a lot longer <laughs> than I have, right? And well, a lot longer and, than everybody, <laughs> right? He's been there since the very since day one, as far as I as far as I understand. Uh him and Ryan Springer and all those guys and
3: I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so cuz I mean the only the only person only person I know of that had been there since day 1 wasn't there anymore. Yeah. And that would be that would be Jake Daniels. So,
2: yeah, it would be Jake, be Stacy. You know? Oh
3: shit. <laughs> right?
0: You are in trouble now. But <laughs> he's not saying anything No nah, uh, I mean there's no point I'm but, just listening but,
2: but anyway Let me just quit boring yeah. you to death and Okay just go ahead I'm facts. sorry go no, ahead. The good. facts are this That mm-hmm. they came to me And they said Hey we've already planned A pizza party We've already planned to get together For the radio station And we're going to name you As the program director <laughs> They told me this Okay mm-hmm. this was after I introduced Petra At mm-hmm. the hockey rink and, yeah. he, and Greg Griffin Didn't think I could do it And I did it And he's like Man I'm totally shocked That you did that It was awesome I was like Well what did you expect man Yeah What did you expect I've been working here forever
3: yeah. Why, why, so, why, why would you, no, why, disrespect, why would,
2: no disrespect to Greg, you know, he's passed on. So God yeah, bless
3: him. Yeah. Rest in peace. Brother. But,
2: but, but the thing is, is I was told that if I helped Ken pack mm-hmm. that I couldn't come back. And so then I turned around and I called Ken cause Ken, Ken was in Nashville mm-hmm. and I was still back here. Mm-hmm. And I said, Hey man, they've asked me to be the program director. What do you think is a good, is a good salary? I mean, because you know, I can't take on 12, 25 different, different responsibilities and, and not get paid for it. Dude, I'm already poor. I'm a poor college student.
3: Yeah. Dude, yeah. I have no yeah. money. Yeah. And to take, and you and I both know to, to even attempt to slide into Ken's shoes there, you're going to wear like 50 billion different hats. Yeah. And you yeah.
2: can't feel Ken's shoes. Ken was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. Ken was, he was Ken. awesome. Yeah, he was.
2: And so anyway, long story short, I just called him back and said, I can't do it. And, yeah. it, and he got really, and the, 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 the manager got really mad at me and he got really, really, really,
0: really mad at well, me. What everyone needs to know is every time manager. every time Jason Z says manager, <laughs> without doing my, without yeah, even I'm doing, doing air, the air quotes, air quotes he does it with his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The
3: manager. <laughs> yeah. So Karen. So yeah. So, <laughs> He got sorry. <laughs> he, got, he
2: got super mad at me, and so yeah. I stayed. I, I I stopped working at ninety one FM. I lived in an apartment over there by Target off sixty third with my twin brother,
3: waiting. That's right. I think you know we I sat there and played
2: PlayStation, and I we went back and forth between why we like Kid Rock and why we don't, and and I sat there and played Tony Hawk for ages, waiting to see what was going to happen. I love and that and game. I got a phone call from Ken, uh-huh. and he said, "Hey man, I've got an extra room." Can Mm -hmm. you come up, can you come up here and look for a job and I'll Mm -hmm. hook you up. And then the rest is history. We can talk about that on a different show, but,
3: but, yeah. And so you, you filled in the gaps that,
2: but then I got a phone call later, Mm -hmm. uh, like late, like 2013, 2012, 2013 that said, Oh yeah, we're going to put 91 FM on online. Do you want to do something with it? And I said, sure. And of course it was like everything else. I went to this little room with nobody there and it was like the size of a garage and, and I constantly had to keep asking, "What's wrong with the computer?" And it was all jacked up. And, and thus, the Stream
0: Grace Network was born. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no, but that's not. We'll see. You know what?
3: <laughs> the thing, and that's what's crazy. I wish, if I think about it, nah. Actually, no, I won't even tell her because she'll be like, "I don't give up." <laughs> but, but, uh, um, you remember how upset Judy was?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because I mean, I was I was married to Judy at the time, and she was really yeah we're talking about an Irish redhead so she was really not happy at the fact that the station had been sold
0: mm-hmm. and
3: like I said the only thing that we knew about unfortunately was what yeah which is sad right. because we were all supposed to be believers that's not the one thing I should know you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so um, but that being said yeah you filled in you filled in a lot of the gaps that uh, Judy and I were like going well why this why this why this you know what's you know because nobody would really tell me anything right yeah. Well, then you think
2: about, then you think about the owner, right? Yeah. And, and again, I'm not going to say his name because I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. Um. Well, a, you, don't, you don't need to. Is owner. it RD?
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So the owner, right. And, and again, God's forgiveness is the same for everybody.
3: That's true. That's but, a fact. That's a fact. No matter what you've done. But, but, it's made, yeah.
2: but if you choose to do that, right. Mm-hmm. If you choose to do that against your wife or whatever, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have to sit here and spell it out. No, you don't. Right. And then, and then take off to Florida with the money. Right. Mm-hmm. And then not give back to the people that built your station and built that for you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like uh, your man. He said, oh, you didn't build that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Without Ken, without us, without the people that sat there on those phones, those volunteers that sat on those phones for hours and hours and hours and oh, hours gosh, and hours man,
3: for sharing and the, raised
2: uh, money oh, for that radio you. station. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, to that's... turn around and sell it and not even tell your disc jockeys. As far as I know, the disc jockeys weren't even told. They were they called me in Nashville and said, hey, we can't get in.
3: Mm. yeah because oh see that's what i'm saying because I, that? I didn't know and see that was a sad thing was um i had just moved back in what uh 2004 yeah because i was in mississippi and texas for a while and so i moved back in 04 and the first thing i did was you know yo ken greg want to come back i'm like oh jd done You know? right so i'm working there you know, on the side. I mean, I have a full time job, but I'm there just volunteering because that's what I want to do. Because it's ninety one FM, right? You know, and um, I just said, you know, hey, you know, whenever you get a spot open, mm. let me know. I'll jump in. You know, get paid a little bit. But I was like, don't worry about it. I just want to do it. And so I remember, like I said, so you know, 'o six. I remember, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like,
2: yeah. And I'm they like, were they were set see, up to be gigantic. They just got a brand new building. Yeah, and much. And see, that was the thing.
3: See, that's why at the time I I was I was like. I was like, I was like, WTF? Because what's that stand for? <laughs> don't answer that. What
1: the freak? See,
0: you can't do that because I know. See, I'm the
3: first one and ever only guest he's ever had make him have to cut something out. <laughs> that don't is test. True. Don't
0: test me. Hey, somebody else the other day, I almost had to. I oh, like, was I had it? to talk them out of it. They started with this statement. They're like, now I'm about to say a cuss word, and I'm like, please don't. Don't please
3: don't, <laughs> yeah, please, don't. <laughs> please don't please don't. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, WTF? Because see, for me. When it happened, it was it happened about a week, maybe two weeks before I was going to get an actual paid full time position.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And then they decided to sell it. And I'm like, What? <laughs> because I was gonna quit my job and be there full time. And Judy knew this, right?
0: And we were, she was all cool with it, and I was like, "Yes, right,
3: radio, the rest of my life, you know." <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, wait, you yeah, thought
0: radio, yeah, rest of your life? You had to have been twenty two. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> oh no, no I, no, I was in my thirties at the time. Oh, jay. I was in my thirties at the time. <laughs>
3: you know. Well, no, that's where I want. Well, no, because I mean, we were at the at the point at this point in my life, Judy and I, we were in a place where we were actually pretty financially stable to where I could get away with doing it. Yeah. yeah. So that's why. So I, we wouldn't have done it if. You know, right? Yeah, or, right. Yeah, I had graduated yeah, from college,
2: yeah. and that's when I started the morning show with Josh. And then Josh and I got into a, almost a fist fight that Ken had to break up over homeschool versus public school and all that kind of hey, stuff. Hey, don't but worry, dude, we won't have that, our own fist fight dude, here that's today. Just,
3: that's just a matter of opinion, man. I yeah. mean, let 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 that crap go. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so
2: I was out of college when they actually asked me to do the morning show, yeah. and I don't know how many episodes or how many shows I actually got to do, and yeah. then and then eventually ended up in Nashville at Ken's house. Yeah, and. Stayed there for a little while Got a job Got three jobs And yeah. started working You know Because of New York And New York was a New York I have to apologize to Ken Farley If he ever listens to this I just want to say I'm sorry for the way I acted in New York <laughs> I, I not only embarrassed myself I embarrassed Ken Oh did was,
3: You party anyway, too
2: hard? No 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 It was not like that It was like uh, There was this purple wig And I sort of wore this wig <laughs> oh, Kind of everywhere But anyway So
1: Anyway Long story short
3: But but yeah, it's, it's Lord have
2: mercy. The only thing, that what I come back to is uh-huh. that it's frustrating because I, as a as a person who wasn't a believer, mm-hmm. who started listening to ninety one as a non believer, right? I was, I, I told him I was ACDC yeah. and Def Leppard and then, doing all that, and and I thought, man, this music's different, yeah, you know. And at least it, it got my interest, yeah. you know, and it changed the way that I look at not only my life but the lives the, the lives of others, other people, like yeah. other people, you know, like, yeah. When you are that young, right? You are. You are by nature. You are selfish. You are self centered. Oh yeah, like yeah. The world, yeah. The world yeah. definitely revolves well, well, around. Well, yeah, because
3: me. yeah, because <laughs> I mean, at that at that age, at that age, it's one hundred percent. But I think I think um, uh, just from my own uh, studies, um, uh, humans humans are, are selfish just by nature. Period. No, exactly. matter, no matter what age we're. and that's the, that's the, the whole and that's the whole reason why. That's the whole reason why. And 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 Judy and I talked about this a long time ago. This is back when I was still preaching heavily and stuff right but one of the things that um just in my own prayers and everything and meditations uh that i came to realize is the fact that that's the whole reason why uh god hates sin because sin is selfishness because Mm -hmm. all sin is is gratifying yourself Mm -hmm. that's period that's 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 the essence of sin right because when you sin you're doing something for you not anybody else you're gratifying yourself, right. period, and no one else. Welcome to America. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Wait, this Whoa. is America. I knew we were going to get this on politics, America. but not so quickly. I need to tell me you guys. Let take my shirt off do my childless Gambino. I got to tell you this embarrassing story because you said you were listening to 91FM before you met Jesus. And, and uh, before I met Jesus, this is... It's so embarrassing. Okay, so I'm in the car. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm like 11 or 12 years old, and my mom and dad have gone into a store, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going through stations. Well, I don't. We would move there pretty fresh. I didn't know any of the stations, and I come across this song, and I'm like, I make this face. I'm like, gosh, this must be like a Christian station. This was my thought, having never heard Christian music. I just assumed. You know what song it was? What? Wilson Phillips. Hold on. Oh
1: Oh my God! Oh my God! Are you serious?
0: Yeah. that's a shame it's Sammy. brutal man. i was like i was wow. like oh hold on for one more day yeah this must be a christian station wow. awesome okay so i've got a story kind of like that wow so I, I
2: i i am a christian like my my uh youngest is 10 years old okay and the two girls they still come over every other weekend because i'm a yeah. divorced father praise the lord and so they come over and When they were little, like I'm talking two, three, four years old, probably four. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to tell them, I'm always trying to give them some piece of rock history. So I'm telling them the story about ACDC's first tour in America and why they wrote Highway to Hell. And you know, those (laughs) people are going to have problems with that. (laughs) Right. So I'm sitting there telling them, this is not what the song means. This is, you know, this is about their tour in America and this is what they thought it was going to be like. And here's, Mm -hmm. here's some Rolling Stone, you know, here's some, here's some articles out of Rolling Stone and yeah and of course my 4 year olds looking at me like I'm nuts like I don't know what you're doing <laughs> and anyway so obviously I played the CD for them all weekend like right yeah we all, we all know the words and lyrics to the hi- highway to hell Yeah, like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And, and of course y'all are like people that are listening going wait, wait a minute wait a minute but the funny part is, is that my girls went home to their mother's house. Oh, no. Right? And I get a phone call on Wednesday.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Here uh, it comes.
2: Jason, can you tell me why the girls are singing Highway to Hell time <laughs> they go somewhere?
0: I have no
3: because, idea. Because you gave a good explanation of Man, I what have, it meant. And so I, they're like, I, oh, crap. This is like I'm the song Highway to Hell. Ask their brother.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. That's so wrong.
3: Just kidding. Oh, no. Gosh. But to go... Uh, I just kind of want to go back to yeah, what please do. Jason was-, was saying. <laughs> "Mad out! No. Um, one of the things Jason, when Jason was saying uh, um, how important 91FM uh, is and or was because he said, you know, when he was listening to it, he wasn't even a believer. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's probably uh, that's, yeah, that's the main reason why I think we were all hurt at the fact that that promise was broken was because dude uh, Gosh, we would need we would need every jock from there to come in here and give a testimony because yeah. dude, we can't tell you how many people were saved through that yeah, vehicle that, that, did, that didn't even yeah. know. I just remember, I,
2: mean, I remember getting phone calls from yeah. from guys in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I used in, to too. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, In county yeah, Remember and, that, yeah, and it's well, and the thing is, um, and we all know this because uh, it's no, uh, it's not surprising anybody, but everybody knows that uh, a lot of our. Uh, people that got saved, and a good number of them was usually during uh, overnight. Mm. Yeah, nighttime ninety one. The metal, yeah, dude, man. <laughs> seriously, I mean, not just because of the music, but I, you know, music for me, yeah, obviously because I love it. But man, as far as ministry, dude, man, Vern, man, Vern was in here, and Ricky, we couldn't tell you how many people we led in a prayer, man, like mm. every night, and yeah. it was more than one, yeah you know what i'm saying you know in today's so, and the, world and that's what and that's what sucks man is yeah. that that is not around right now it, and we could it, really
0: right. use it right well now. that's a, that's the a crazy thing it, in today's environment so back in that time frame man if you weren't a senior pastor somewhere you were a second rate minister not second rate like they didn't look at you like you were crappy or nothing mm-hmm, but yeah. it wasn't real unless you were ordained and it's some senior lead pastor and in today's oh. world man that this is when that time, th- this kind of, a st- that kind of station could thrive in. Oh yeah. Oh, 91 FM world. was ahead of its time. Yeah. That's well, what's what's what I'm it, saying. It needs
3: to be around right now. And that's why it should have never been sold. It, sh- it should still be where it is still playing music because I mean, there's still, there are still uh Christian bands that are still making meaningful music. Right. So They're, that need, that need, that need airplay, right. you know, that, that, that aren't getting it.
2: Right. One of my arguments was that, that, you know there is this environment. There is this Christian, um, I forget the word I'm trying to think of, but
0: subculture,
2: There's subculture, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There's more to Christianity than the Christian subculture. And that's what 91 FM was great at
1: Mm -hmm. was reaching that non subculture
2: because, because, you know, I'm ordained, I'm licensed, you know, do you see me preaching anywhere? Nope. Why? Because my, my, because my sins are too big for preachers. Mm. They're, it's, they're too big for churches. They're too, they're too big and too wrong and too dark. We're in the same place for people who, who really? Both need, of us. Both need, of
3: us are youth ministers who, need, and who yeah. aren't in a job right now. Because who need Christ
2: Jesus? And and the, you know. the thing is, is I'm not going to start preaching. All I'm going to say is, th- is that. Go ahead, brother. Engels well, stop me. Neither I'm one saying, of us is going to hey, stop
1: you.
2: Hey. <laughs> Man, with everything going on in the world right now, and and all the separate all the separateness, like mm-hmm. like here's your party, here's my party, here's mm-hmm. here's this set of folks, and here's this set of folks, mm-hmm. and we have this belief, and we have this belief, and they're going to take all this stuff away from us, and they're going to change the way we do America. Right. With all that going on right now, man, if 91 FM was on the air the way that it used to be, that subculture outside of that Christian subculture would be getting reached right now. They would be getting they
0: would be getting taught. Yeah. They would be getting so, you know, through the medium of music because music transcends everything. When we get off this podcast, I will share with you guys some exciting news about what you're talking about, because there is something coming that will absolutely be hitting that niche. That you guys can be a part of too. So sweet. I'm oh, okay. Cool. About it. Cool. Yeah. Jeremy just bought ninety one film.
1: he's
3: <laughs> past the collection point. <laughs> uh, nah. He's like nah, nah. That's just a couple million. I'm gonna go read. <laughs> yeah, some Just pizza. a couple million. Oh, it's only a couple million. Oh wait, I got I got that in my pocket. Hold on.
2: By the way, <laughs> I was told, and don't don't quote me on this, but I was told it was sold for four point six
0: million dollars.
2: That's all I'm saying. educational media. Can and, I just say I'm and,
0: glad I bought Bitcoin when I did? Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wish I had, man. God. Uh, man, that, that, okay, that's, that's crazy. Well,
0: that's what I was told. I can't
3: confirm yeah, can't, that. Yeah, I, can't, I, I
2: might be able to go find it somewhere. You can either I don't confirm where, or deny. But I was told it was 4.6. <laughs> he he yeah.
3: doesn't recollect.
2: And the thing is, <laughs> um, I'll get off my high horse. I mean,
3: I'm just with you, man. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just heartbreaking because no, it, it is because it, I it remember, I, I, and I know there, there are several people out there that might be listening. That I mean, you know where you are when you get to the end of your life, or you get to the end of your rope, mm-hmm. and and you're looking for just maybe a, a hook or an anchor or something just yeah. to grab hold to, so that you can get out of the water, a life raft, something, yeah. Ninety-one fm was that to so many people on so many levels. Oh God, man! And now, like when I listen to it, and and Air One, no disrespect, I just want to take a nap in a hammock.
3: No, I agree. I'd rather I put this way, out of the two of them, I'd rather listen to House. (laughs) Yeah, I would. No, I would. No, seriously, because with House, I I, with House, sometimes after seven or eight, you can catch you can catch some Pod and disciple. So I mean, I'd rather listen to House, you know, because they they mix they mix it up a little bit more. Yeah, but I have to I have to say, um, uh. I like what you said earlier because I I, I hadn't heard it worded that way um, where you said your sins are too big for. Yeah. And that's uh, that's I'm going to start wording it that way because that yeah. because I was because, because a lot of people will ask me, you know, why I'm not right. And I and, and it's hard for me to explain it to them, but that's the best way to explain it. You well, know? yeah. And,
2: and the easiest way to tell people is like uh, picture yourself sitting in front of a series of 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 church members or. Or pastors, or what are they called? Um, the Inquisition, right? Ooh, Sitting in front of a bunch of elders, oh, sorry, and then them asking that you, then them, <laughs> then them asking you, you know, why are you divorced, mm-hmm. or how did you get, how did you get to where you are, or something like that, and yeah. then you tell them your story because it's true. Yeah, you tell them right? the truth. You don't lie you, to them. You tell yeah. them the truth, and yeah. you tell them the redemption story of Jesus Christ, which they already know, and yeah. then they say, "Well, we can't, we can't hire you." Yeah. What does that do to a person? But I that's for another show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: that, that's that's for that's for another show on the Stream Grace Network. Exactly. Yes. I man, I
0: just reminds me you guys got to do a bunch of voiceovers for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say I that.
3: totally. <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, well, we'll do so it. You uh, know price. we'll do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> More beer. You just
0: drank your price what are exactly. You <laughs> Exactly. I'm going to need like six more of these and we'll do it.
3: That's
2: about 30 seconds. Yeah, that's about 30 seconds. Yeah. That's
0: perfect. I bought three voiceovers. Oh, well, Excellent. We'll, we'll, well do I'm, them after the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still want another one of those. Uh, right. <laughs> I was just looking up online when you guys were talking because, you know, I'm just here. Yeah. Um, I was looking up Throwback91.com. ninety one f uh, Have You guys been there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually, yeah. be honest. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's just I have been, list of I've been names. busy listening to Chris Cornell, sorry. That's fine. No, the list of names is huge. It's kind of interesting it cuz you click on DJs and mm-hmm. uh, of course you guys are both there. JD the DJ. Oh, sweet. Uh, oh, really? I'm on there? Uh, nine, yeah, it's oh, wow. Here's what here's where you <laughs> This is just funny if anyone wants to go Roll at 91 FM, nighttime 91 DJ. Where are they now? Question mark. That's the end of the page. <laughs> Really? Nice. Yeah.
2: Nice. Where are they now?
3: That's
0: what well, I like. Well, to know.
3: they they want to know. I mean, half, yeah. I'm I'm friends with now they know half of them on Facebook. I'm podcasting. Well, you, you come find me. I mean, know, well, right? Yeah. Could, this
2: is for another podcast, but I'm not friends with some of them because of reasons only known to me.
3: Ooh, true.
0: There's probably like, but no, some of those I might, names, some of those yeah. I might know. Yeah,
3: I'm sure you you. Yeah, you know where I'm going with that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I was trying to research uh, to see if I could find the cost, the sale, uh, price of the sale. Oh, yeah. Oh, got you. And I didn't, but I did find a lot of other interesting information. Did you know there's a Wikipedia page for KOKF? Wow. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Just
2: add some information to it.
0: I'm about to. I'm about to tear it up. We need need to add add some information to it. First things first. JD (laughs) and where he He is. is. (laughs) Jason Z and where (laughs) he is. (laughs) That's right. That's Jeremy's right. gonna put. They're in
3: my studio right now. I've
0: right. right, <laughs> got photos and everything ready to roll. That's right,
3: man. Blackmail. Stupid, man. <laughs> got some blackmail. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, um, it's people ask me all the time. You know, do you
2: miss being a disc jockey? And part of it, part, you know, obviously the answer is yes. But the the reason I miss being a DJ at ninety one is that ministry factor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the yeah. idea that it's go- the idea that it's gone yeah. and and that it's. You know, and again, no offense, after living in Nashville and dealing with record labels and other, other, other people and other Mm. places, things, (laughs) it's hard for me. Nouns, (laughs) all the other (laughs) things. Exactly. It really is hard for me to, to think of somebody at County locked up Mm -hmm. some, some kid like myself who has a terrible family life or they have split parents or they're just angry all the time or, Mm -hmm. or they have some other issue that, that you know they're involved in they won't talk to somebody or you've got suicidal teens or you especially in the pandemic
1: mm-hmm. right
2: you've got people who are losing their jobs and their livelihoods and they can't breathe and it feels like they're going to choke out
3: see our phone lines would be blowing man, up right our now, phones man. would if, be blowing if we, yeah, if we, if up if right now there, our
2: and i think would when people ask me do you, do you miss being a disc jockey i think when i say yes i do it that those are the reasons mm-hmm. yeah. those are actually the reasons yeah
0: it's an amazing thing. You know, I, I've never been on the air on the regular by any stretch. I've guessed it once or twice for six seconds or something. But the, the thing that I've found so interesting um, is exactly that. There is something different, radically different about a radio uh, personality than, than a television personality or movie or anything else. Because there's there's this anonymity, ada, anonymity, anonymity, <laughs> anonymousness edit <laughs> 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 there it is yeah yeah, the, edit. There's, there's, yeah your, there's, right. your, there's your edit but for you debate. know what i'm saying like yeah. so so yeah. you it's interesting i talked to mm. uh the first rumble the bison on the show okay. and he talked a lot about how you know the the, the basketball players they he would have conversations with them they go out you know after their first rookie year you know, or during that very few people recognize and they're still living life after yeah. season two and three. If they're decent players, mm-hmm. that changes. Right. They got to yeah. send people out for them. Yeah. And it was interesting because Rumble, the bison um, hit more recognizable than probably your average basketball player in the in the market for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, here's when he's that guy like that's it. Right. He's mm-hmm. attacked constantly. Yeah. But he can take off the outfit. And right? nobody, knows who, and he nobody is. knows who he is, yeah. and I think that that radio hosts and and radio folks have that going for them all the time.
3: Like, oh yeah, we do. I think we do have that anonymity, unless, well,
1: well. I, I mean, I, not I, always,
3: always. No, because when you say something, I was going to say right? what I was going to say was this, um, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But having been on in both sides of the field, um, I think it depends on your market and your city. Yeah, for sure because see I'm yeah. going to say this um working at the cat it was kind of 50/50. I, I didn't really right. have a lot of anonymity because people knew who I was. But but
0: the thing is my because po- people
3: because people know who the it, cat is and, and I was doing remotes and right. so people and, espe- and especially if I showed up at CatFest yeah. and especially after I did um the one Cat Fest where I introduced POD like in But front the of thing all is the, the was thing like, is my it's, more, was gone. it's more
0: it's so, more about the vibe that's there, right? So yeah. if someone calls in, they're not looking at you, right? No. You're not looking at them, right? They're ha- you're having this conversation with somebody on the other side, somebody yeah. who you've grown very comfortable with that you feel like you really yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. And I, know, so, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, and so their openness, they're willing to say something to you that they would yeah. not say to anybody, anybody else, else yeah. because they don't know you, but they mm-hmm. know you. Yeah. And that, and I think well, that's why I said it. that's why I said well, yeah, that's why I said
3: I think uh, that's why I said it depends on where you're at. Sure. Yeah, uh, I mean the cat's a. Extreme case. Yeah.
0: But even in that case, I actually think that the same mentality exists, even if they do know you from that standpoint. True. That that part of it Mm -hmm. stays the same. And you know what? You're right. Because um, I have. Hold on. I can think of two
3: people right now um, that became fans of mine when I was there. That actually knew me, knew what I looked like the whole nine yards, but would still call me on a regular basis and mm. would still tell me stuff that they wouldn't right. tell anybody else. Right. That they would sit there and have a conversation with me for like 30, 45 minutes while I was sitting up with the cat doing whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, and they would just tell me whatever. You know, so yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're totally right with that. that and training.
2: I'll talk to the other side of that. I know that, uh, you know, that anonymity, you know,
3: you guys are just showing off now.
2: It's great. I mean, no, we're not. It's, it's, it's Anani- one of those we things. We can say where the word anonymity. It's one of those things. <laughs> it's where you hide behind stuff no i'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but oh. on the other flip on the flip side of that right okay so i worked at 91 for the majority of my radio life right we represented jesus christ we represented the music that that the artists brought in to our radio station we played mm-hmm. them because we believed in their mission we played them because we liked their music and it was actually good yeah. now there was a lot of music there that wasn't good we won't get into that but but there was a lot of music there that was just good music mm mm-hmm. But as far as radio DJ anonymity, you're right. People would tell us things that they would probably never tell anybody else because, you know, who else are they going to talk to? Especially, uh, especially teenagers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Teen. Yeah. Especially that that market. And so or that demographic. But Mm. at the same time, as a disc jockey, right, you represent yourself and you represent your God and you represent what you're about where you know we talked about the integrity right and that was always a struggle for me i'll just be honest right i'm just gonna be honest because where else am i gonna not be honest right i can go anywhere well i'm a
0: dj and you're talking to me
2: right exactly i'm listening right so (laughs) your job as a disc jockey is to introduce music and do spots and make sure that the id goes off and all of these things and yeah but when you're out when you're out from behind the microphone right? Your integrity matters. Yeah. And that was always tough for me. And, and there are several, several hundred people that will tell you, uh, my, my, my integrity didn't match where mm-hmm. I worked. Mm-hmm. I, you can ask almost any college student that I was an RA for on the fourth floor at Southwestern Oklahoma state university. Wow. And, and it's like, why do you do it? Why do you keep doing that? Why do you keep, you know, why do you keep doing that then if you don't represent, you know what you're talking about, or what you believe in, and all I can tell you is that people are people, and so as a disc jockey with anonymity, you know you can. It's I'm just being honest, I know, man. I know, this, I know, you know, I know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I know
1: where you're going. This. Right? So <laughs> am just, I'm He's just giving me crap every time yeah, you say yeah. that <laughs> word. So, oh so,
2: gosh, sorry. So. So you can go out and you can you can you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right. As long as you introduce the music and you do a good job and you have yeah. a good voice and I mean it's pretty much par for the course. You got a yeah. good voice and you can do that. But to go out and work for places like ninety one FM that involve ministry into the city that you mm-hmm. live in and you invest, when you start investing in people and then and then you you don't you don't back up what you believe and stuff, yeah, that stuff comes back to haunt you. I'm not saying that Jesus doesn't forgive you for that I'm not saying that there's not grace to be found because there is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I but people in general don't offer the same grace no they don't
3: yeah that's the reason why they're human <laughs> they right they, they they don't offer the same grace right
0: that's well true. and and you know even when we talked about doing this podcast together with the three of us mm-hmm. the plan was to do it on my other channel um, because of this right here because of these topics but yeah. I, I also wanted to get into I want to set that up. Because okay. the reality is like, yeah, w- the, these are some of the things that need to be adjusted. Now we can only do what we can do, mm-hmm. but we can do a lot. You know, it, it, somebody said this the other day, there's a, um, uh, uh I'm trying to say lady, but I, that's seems misrepresentative. <laughs> she is Uh-oh. a lady though. Anyway, Whoopsie. she has, she has helped me <laughs> tremendously. Um, and she is a results coach. Her name is Danelle rush. She's been mm-hmm. on the show. Um, she's fantastic at this, but one of the things she says is you, your goals, like basically to get your goal start, you have to take the first step. Mm-hmm. You'll never reach what you want to reach if you don't take that first step. And no. I think, you know, for me and what we're trying to accomplish uh, on this network and then on, on the spiritually wounded podcast, the other, the other channel is to get people taking the first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I do think there'll be change, but this, you know, <laughs> The mentality that lives in Christendom right now is not one that is represented in general. It's not what we see Christ do. I mean, Christ was full of grace. Mm-hmm. He he pretty much yelled at the organi- organization of faith. He didn't yell at people who were trying to come into it. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's and you know we we've really thrown things on their head. True that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a fact. Yeah, man. Anyway. I guess we're all just going to dwell in that moment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's
3: wonderful. Just, we're, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna bask in our anonymity.
0: All right, so oh gosh. All right, so we have about uh, we have about twenty two minutes of ridiculing Jeremy. Black. Awesome, and so, you know that's going to be on my next podcast, right? Yes.
2: <laughs> the
0: anonymity podcast. Anonymity. A... An- anonymity. <laughs> For the record, I can say anonymity. That's what's up? <laughs>
3: that's what's up my oh, gosh i'm sorry that's just a pacifico talking <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah, I,
2: a, i've watched too much fox news that's
3: what's happened that's what happened that's oh happened. wow that's what's happened wow and that's, and that's how he transitions into
0: it this, and it's good it's a good transition because this is what the perfect world needs for a jockey over here see, you are he horrible what's what's up. Up.
3: you are horrible give it up hey, man you know, you know i keep trying all right because
2: so. if you think christians can't get angry you're crazy Oh, right. but no, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah,
3: you're right. Yeah. You're right?
2: totally That's right. Because yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get angry today because, you know, you guys could take me, but. But, but I'm telling you, man. When you is, get a black well, wait, wait, guy wait, wait. and an Asian, it's because I'm black. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm brown. Shut up, man. It's I'm brown. It,
1: All right, P O
2: D.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. I'm brown. So, obviously, guys, here we are. It's uh, as we record this, it's two days after um, the. Uh, the well I'm gonna say this. let let's two, call, let's, it's, call, it, let's, call up, let's
3: call it the incident. I'm gonna
0: call it I'm gonna call it what it is. It's the two inci- days after incident. uh President elect uh Joe Biden was confirmed by Congress. Well I hope you has some <laughs> Geritol. The incident. The incident. Yeah, the, incident. Now, the incident now here's uh taking that from a movie I just saw last night. <laughs> they were calling this thing I, the incident. <laughs> I don't know with certainty uh who uh Jason Z supports, although I, I do think I do know, but I don't know with certainty. I do know with fair certainty who you don't support, uh, John. Well, I don't really support anybody. You well, know this. <laughs> I do.
1: <laughs> but
0: here's the thing that here's the thing I'm there's, I only, there's only there's only one
3: cat I would have voted for and he, he didn't he, make he, it. He, he well he dropped out a long time ago. So this so. is
0: I wanna throw this out. I wanna throw this out because I was talking to, to Jason about this before we started. Yeah. Um and I want to get your take on this. Um because I had so basically I talked a little bit about cognitive distortion in our country, right? And okay. this idea that we have Uh, For a long, long time now, we've been faced with two choices for president in general, right? There's always... I mean, I think there were five people on the ballot. Kanye, I voted for Kanye, but I don't want to talk about that right now. I didn't vote <laughs> for Kanye, but I would have. No, he voted for Kanye. He was my he was my running mate in twenty twenty four, but then he's all like, "I'm running for president." Like, you ruined it, man. But anyway, so nice. So the whole point here is is he ain't that we with no gold
2: we as <laughs> Could have hand out some Oreo cookies. Uh, here
0: it is. As a nation, we've been faced Sorry. with basically two bad decisions for the last twenty five years and uh maybe i mean i'm not okay Uh, i can't say that for certain Uh, from my perspective i haven't had a candidate run for president that i'm like yes like that's made it to the final Mm -hmm. deal
2: yeah um i haven't had one invite me to dinner my whole life so i'm still waiting jerks
0: Still waiting. He's the, still waiting. The elite, right? Exactly. Come on. He, Kanye elite. will invite you to dinner.
2: Here's some corporate <laughs> Again, here's some corporate pizza. Have a nice
0: day. Exactly. So the thing is, here's here's what I saw happen. Obviously, the country, I don't think anybody would argue that we are at least at one of the highest points of polarization we've ever been at.
2: I'll agree with that.
0: Um maybe the most, but since I wasn't around during the Civil War, I can't say that. But I feel like it's really bad. Trying to say I'm old?
2: Because you, you were in the Civil War, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. So anyway, I'm at that heart attack age. Heart attack age.
0: You know <laughs> it's okay. right? Heart attack time age. Uh, time out, man. Slow down. <laughs> right. Right. Everybody, just take a breath. We're going to pause for a moment. Jason says, summer down, man. Summer down. Summer, <laughs> <now>. summer down." <laughs> with a, and now a word from our sponsor. Um, no, we don't have sponsors at all. So is that our sponsor? <laughs>
2: if it's backed by Joe Biden, <laughs> he,
0: oh lord, here it is. So oh. so here's the thing, right? So See that's here, why you got love, man. You I crack, do. Crack, crack, here's crack what up. happened. Here's what happened to me uh. is that it was said it to me mm-hmm. um, that because I voted for Trump, that I I support racism, that I support hate, that I, that these are things that, basically, it was that I w- that wasn't a deal breaker for me, and that's why I did it. Now now somebody, my, somebody said that to you. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, my 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 response to that was it really turned into a, like a single issue voter scenario. Right. So, um, my vantage point is what I believe. I Mm -hmm. believe that, uh, Trump has a lot of racism in him. I believe that Biden has a lot of racism in him. And I believe that most anybody over the age of 80 has a lot of racism in him. Um, that was the culture they were raised in. Not all people, of course, but you know, I look at some of the statements that Biden has made and some of the, the, um, Uh, legislation he's introduced over the years. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody would be like, oh, no, he's totally a champion for people of color. I think you'd have to say, well, what about this, 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 and this? The same way they do this with Trump. But because we've uh, you know, become factions, because we have separated out so much, we've Mm -hmm. stopped listening or thinking uh, objectively and started thinking like, well, bottom line is, I like this guy, so everything I believe is that guy. And that's Mm -hmm. my problem. I couldn't I had to choose between two people I thought were despicable options for president this year. And mm-hmm. when I say despicable, I think my my position is I, I tend to to lean towards Trump's policies that are economic and, and, and America First policy before foreign aid, for example. I mean, the recent bill that was passed for the stimulus check, were, which included $10 million to fund gender research in Pakistan. Like, I can't get behind that at all. Mm-hmm. I think it should have been, if you're going to do a A package deal, this omnibus deal. If you're going to do that for our nation, let's make it about our nation. Can I get
2: a lizard? Can I get a lizard when they get done? I'd like to have one of those lizards on a treadmill. That'd be nice.
0: That would be cool. (laughs) I will. I'm serious.
2: They they gave money to us to a research project that has lizards running on a treadmill. Yeah. If I'm lying, I'm dying. That is
1: very serious. It's like,
2: uh, man, how idiotic can our government be?
0: And this is the this is the part of it that I guess I get frustrated with is how I get wrangled as being that guy. But I, because I don't vote single issue, right? Because I don't look at it and say, well, because to me, they're both racist. So that issue sucks and it's where it is.
3: Your point, your point of, uh, anybody being that age having racism, um, I'm going to have to say it's definitely true because you have to look at the, uh generation or look at the years that they were growing up right um now they grew up during segregation Yeah, that's what i'm saying now 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 i'm not saying that all like you said not all of them no but a good majority of them are going to have at least a little bit at the very least it's normal for them yeah yeah and i'm gonna and i can say that because i'm thinking i'm thinking of my i'm thinking of my family members who are like above 70 that are still around Mm -hmm. Um, no they're not they're not prejudiced per se but um, Looking at it from, you have to look at it from the African American standpoint. I, I mean, if can't, you, if you, but yeah,
0: I understand what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can attempt. Yeah, for
3: sure. If you're looking at it from the African American standpoint, the way we see America, mm-hmm. if you grew up during segregation and you're 70 or older, you're not really going to trust white people. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying well, that. And that's and that's just, that's a fact. And that's I'm a, a guy, fact. I'm not, like not going to BS. Like a if you've
2: never met me before, you might think, oh, hey, he's a white guy. Maybe, maybe, but I'm not. Yeah, my last name is Zaragoza for crying out loud. Okay, if you do some if you you do some research, if you if you do your research, like my relatives are responsible for Cinco de Mayo. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: This is no lie. When I have a choice of a holiday, I've been in. in Wait, are you accepting forced ambassadorship right now? Yeah, (laughs) I love this. I, can I appropriate some of this? Because, <laughs> you're stupid. Or, sure. <laughs> I'm just going to say that's, Hispanic. <laughs> that's right. Cinco de Mayo has always been my
2: preferred holiday uh, when I get to choose one. That's what's up. Go that's ahead. What's up. No, I'm just saying yeah. that we we're about the same age. My mom is yeah. still breathing. She's 73 years old. Bless her soul.
3: So you understand. And what I'm I
2: completely understand. I remember yeah. walking out of my mom my mom's apartment one time because I didn't agree with, with something that happened racially mm-hmm. over the yeah. kitchen table. Yeah. Right. And I got up and walked out with my kids and my wife at the time
1: mm-hmm. I was done. Yeah.
2: Right. Cause I have standards, my own standards. Right. Yeah. At the same time, when I was a child and we talked a little bit about this on the podcast that I did with you, you know, I got picked on like everybody else I had crossed eyes. I was, I was dark skinned. Right. Yeah. And nobody could spell my name, my last name correctly. And half of the teachers couldn't even pronounce it correctly. Right. But here I am talking English. Right. And I can't speak any Spanish and Spanish people, are mad at me for that. Right? right. So there's both sides. No, no, there's both no, sides. No, no, I know. I know what you're talking coin. about. Yeah. And so, yeah. so when you hear words like wet back and mm. you hear the N word mm-hmm. and you hear, yeah. and, and we grew up where, Hey man, if if you couldn't play sports, man, those guys were going to kick your butt, put you in a locker and then they'll come let you out after the, after PE's over. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's totally acceptable. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. What the coaches yeah. don't care. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And that happened to me. Like, like I'm not sitting here crying a river. Yeah. Like I had people urinate on my backpack. I've had people put mm-hmm. me in a locker. I've had people call me things that I will never repeat here. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. When I was a kid, not not when I was in my 20s or even in my late teens. Mm-hmm. When I was a child. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when you grow up as a latchkey kid with divorced parents and mm-hmm. you, the environment's changing, no matter what what generation you're in, mm-hmm. and now for us, JD and I and you, yourself to look at what's happening on television, to look at the words and listen to the actual words that are coming out of our politicians mouths, Right. Like, like, okay. It doesn't surprise anybody that, that Donald Trump knows how to manage money. He's a rich guy. Okay. That's a given. That's like, okay, well if you put two and two together, you can figure that out. (laughs) His personal, his personal life with women, not my, not my cup of tea. Is it, is it pretty bad? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Do I care? Is it going to change the fact that I have to go to work and make money and 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 give back it to my society? I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, that as long as the political party, all of them, mm-hmm. nobody's nobody's guiltless, okay? The Republicans, the, the independents, the Democrats, mm-hmm. as long as they keep using uh, identity politics right. to separate us, right. Mm-hmm. right? You're just saying that this person that talked to you Said you're a one one issue voter. I used to be that way. I'm like, if you're going to kill babies, then you don't have my vote. That, yeah. That's that's yeah. Yeah. you know, full stop. Yeah. But now, and and I, and I don't know if this happens, you guys. This is something I wanted to ask. Okay. You know, as you get as you as you get raised by your parents, right? You don't really know. The only reason you know right from wrong is number one, God, right? However God right. works in your life, and two, your parents teach you. They yeah. pass down. Okay, this is wrong. This is right. If you do something in the store, Jason, I'm going to beat your behind. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's how it used to go down when when we weren't snowflakes. But yeah,
0: I don't know. It happens in my house. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so, so what I want to ask you is, for me personally, I didn't realize until I got older that I had this idea of even racism in my own life. And I, I'm not going to sit here and cry. You're too white. You're too white. What was it that was said this week in the news that oh that and again. Um, he said, you know, you guys need to, you guys idolize your whiteness. Okay. Mm. I'm not touching that. Okay. Who said that? Uh, Warnock, the guy that just won in, in Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. He said, you guys are idolizing whiteness. And I was like, wait a minute, man. When I was a kid, I I had lots of black friends. Matter of fact, when I started at 91 FM, I did the Saturday morning rap tunes. Right. right. Yeah. And I wasn't black and I'm still not black. I mean,
3: Get
2: you know out no, <laughs> for real. And I didn't grow. I didn't grow. A few up, more hours on that tanning I mean, bed, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs>
3: Shut up. I it's mean, I grew stupid. up. It's I grew stupid. up.
2: In a, I grew up in a rough neighborhood that taught me yeah. about different different races. And uh-huh. and I grew up not in pretty places when yeah. I was a little kid because my mom had to work by herself yeah. and raised two three kids. So anyway, long story short, my question is is that I didn't realize that I had you know I don't want to say hatred. That's too strong of a word for me but I had been predisposed to certain types of racism. Mm. Like, uh, you know, I catch myself and I'm just being honest. I catch myself getting, I I get more upset, not because of racism, because I think that that's something that, you know, there's tons of things out there that you can do to, to help that or get help with what I find myself getting angry about is it's, it's something lazy people. Mm. Like, why are you lazy? You know, and then I find myself getting angry because that person's lazier than I was raised or they have no work ethic Mm -hmm. or or they don't they don't treat their house with respect that that those those physical things, those those monetary things that that God gives to all of us in his certain way. You don't take care of those things the way that I was taught to take care of them. So I get angry
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: I'm finding I'm catching myself going man, that that's not right either. Right. You know, I shouldn't I should not be I, I should not try to press my beliefs system that my parents taught me onto somebody else other than the fact that my parents raised me in a Christian home with my grandparents and taught me the ways, you know, of Christ and things like that. But, you know, our country is separated and I don't know where the argument is supposed to land or how it's supposed to end or who's going to win that argument. But I do know that identity,
0: identity politics, they want to keep us separated. Well, true, true to form, identity politics are truly skin deep. Right, it doesn't go any deeper than that, right. and the yeah. problem is, is that the root of all these issues do, and so what you're talking about to me is cultural differences, right? right. So your culture, and I'm not talking about skin color, I'm talking about the culture you're raised right. in, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it it's color but then you you marry cultural differences with stereotypes, and mm-hmm. that is how you get essentially how you get racism, exactly, because you're sitting there going, okay. Um, like you're talking about being Hispanic. The stereotype is Hispanics work. So you're living up to the standard right. when you talk about being lazy, right? Right. And and so is that even relevant? No. The culture, because no. the culture I lived in, I mean, I, I was raised in South Oklahoma City, similar kind of deal, right? right. Um, and I remember there was a Vietnamese kid that lived down the street from me that I used to like to hang out with. Right. Well, this is the innocence of children that I find so interesting. Uh, his name was Hi, And I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Hi, hi. I right love on. saying <laughs> that, you know? And so Excellent. I would go yeah, to his house yeah. and he had one of these, uh, pillows that were their cultural thing. I had never seen him before, but it was yeah. one of the long round cylindrical yeah, pillows. Yeah. yeah. Those right. are, those are awesome. I love those. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I mean, I was like eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And so I didn't, I thought, well, that's weird. And then, you know, the way yeah. his bed was. And so I just asked questions like a, just a kid would. Right. And, uh, and I think that that kind of thing. So, I, so my best friend was was a guy named uh, Brian Chavez. He lived right behind me. He was on my baseball team. I had no idea that Chavez was Hispanic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Awesome. Well, because as a, kid, as a kid, you don't see that. You don't as see a kid. That. That's not something that's you don't
3: give right. a crap about I, that. I had You just want to play with that person, right? right. And, and I had it. A, yeah.
0: I had a guest in studio yesterday on Spiritually Wounded, who uh, she told me about being mixed race. Now I. That was, I wasn't ready. I didn't know that's what we were talking about. Like, because I didn't know she was mixed race, yeah. but she was, um, uh, half Filipino, half white, I guess is mm-hmm. the term. Um, and so I really just, those are things to me that, that are so irrelevant, um, exactly. outside of representation. And this is one of the points that I brought up. I, I think when you're talking about the government there's a sense of feeling unrepresented. And from that standpoint, I totally get because I don't feel represented, not because of the color of my skin, just because of my convictions. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I have representation. And and so, you know, I as I've said this to many people, I, I don't know what it's like to be anything but me. Forget the color of your skin. This is what we were talking about. I don't know what it's like to be black. I don't know what it's like to be Hispanic. I don't know what it's like to be anybody but me.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. that's true
0: of everybody. Yeah, that's
3: that's that is true.
0: So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think that's the problem. When you take your, the culture you're raised in, which we shouldn't never be, I mean, we can be ashamed of things that we find negative, I suppose, but like, it is mm-hmm. what, what it is. Mm-hmm. And you add that to stereotypes, that's when we get racism. So we got to, you know, stereotypes by themselves probably aren't bad. They're <laughs> inaccurate, right? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, but they're not, you know, they're benign. The culture we're raised in is, is our choice of how we embrace that culture. Right. What do you think, Jay? D. P. <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't I mean I, re- I really don't know what to think I mean I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about thinking back to what Jason said earlier about um uh looking at people and then you know like you said you know why are you lazy or why aren't you taking care of it I don't that does frustrate me. I don't way. Well, see that's yeah. that's the thing I don't I don't know if that's it's kind of 50 50 because I mean it can be it is it is a product of your upraising. It is a product right. of your culture. But on the flip side, at the same time, I think that is something. I think that's generational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we were raised totally different, dude. Than, I was up at that... six
2: o'clock this morning vacuuming my living room. Six See, in the saying? morning. Yeah, that, yeah.
3: That's got to be generational. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, because because I, th- these OCD millennials and then the generations, the generation after them, they don't. uh they weren't raised the same way that we were raised well think about we, it we were raised way. we were raised totally differently cuz like you said you're yeah. up at 6 in the morning vacuuming right. yeah cuz like the first thing i do when i get up no matter what time of morning it is i'm i'm cleaning house because exactly. house has to be cleaned. Exactly. You don't sit there and just look at it. You clean it. Same generation. Dishes need to be done. Uh, floor needs to be mopped. Something. You do something. That's right. Clothes need to be. You washed. know how you know? convicted I am teenagers? right now. You guys. <laughs> yeah. You guys are not, saying not, all this crap. Not, not anymore. I only have one left, and he's he's not a teenager. This yet. Is the, I this, live this, live I this is what old sucks. Enough.
0: You guys walk into my house for this podcast. I've got dishes in the sink. Shut up, man. I got crap all over the floor because the dogs. Whatever, man. He's hey, expecting Hispanic guy a black. Got to do the work. Hey, you know what, man? I'm free. White guy over here, man. I'm free labor. I'm free labor. At least <laughs> I'll pay you. But you know what? Yeah,
3: I was gonna say exactly. I work for beer. No. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hey, listen.
2: Oh. The thing is, is I forgot what I was gonna say now, but <laughs> It's my bad. Here's the thing. Blame the black guy. Exactly. Token black, right. And <laughs> so it's token black guy, right? And that's yeah, what we're getting. Yeah, you, listen, you that's what, what we're talking about. That's what we're getting at. Yeah, is yeah. that he said something that, that struck me funny is that um, we have to take in consideration our culture. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Not just at JD or at Jason Z Mm -hmm. or Jeremy, right? Mm -hmm. I did say Jeremy, right? Yeah, that's great. Okay, because I was getting scared. I'll take it
0: on all sorts of levels.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) And you look at the culture we were raised in. Okay. One of my, okay, I'm going to be transparent as possible. Yeah, go ahead. And say, okay, the very first rated R movie that my parents took me to was Heavy Metal. Oh wow, dude! I mean, you got to see that in the theater, yeah. And I was like, I was not even in double digits. I am impressed. Oh, you suck.
3: I was not even. In I double get, you, double I get you, My dad didn't let me see that until later. Okay, I, mean, so so I did. See nobody it. let so me so again, see it. I had to see it.
0: So, like was <laughs> oh no. Well, Heavy Metal is like also, one of the baddest movies ever made. We
3: also, we also
2: were raised in the idea that, uh, okay, so racism had already had already tried to make its way out of our society, right? Mm-hmm. With Abraham Lincoln and everything else mm-hmm. that went down, yeah. But you think about the time frame that you grew up. Like, I grew up with uh, Boys to Men and Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. But I was also a rocker. I was always like uh, Guns N' Roses. Those are all white dudes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Def Leppard, white dudes. And then Michael Jackson. Michael
3: Jackson, okay. White dude. (laughs) <laughs> joke that was my joke for the day <laughs> sorry i couldn't resist that was, I was perfect i that couldn't help it man perfect. i'm that sorry i tried to hold that one in no, just I d- wouldn't. But here's the thing <laughs> i'm fine with him here's the thing just joking guys we know he's black i'm just, <laughs> just joke.
2: <joking. laughs> i had a stepdad at the time that michael jackson's thriller came out 82 mm-hmm. right my dad my stepdad was completely white from iowa when i say completely white i mean just skin and and yeah. mm-hmm. right i'm not going to put him in a box or anything but he was extremely white and Mm -hmm. and when he went out and bought thriller he went out and actually bought thriller oh wow i was like wait up man something's going on here Mm. something's going on here not to mention the fact that mtv came out in 1981 and Mm -hmm. kind of pressed that thing forward Mm -hmm. here's the thing Man, we grew up in the neighborhood where we we talked about this last time. We could go outside till the lights came on. We could, we could still play football across mm-hmm. the yards. Yeah. We could still play yeah. capture the flag with our with you know. And I don't care what color you are, man. We're 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 hanging out in the neighborhood. We're riding BMX bikes. We're doing right. half pipes. Man, we're doing I was just
3: thinking. I was just thinking exactly BMX, BMX that, bikes, man. Because exactly, I had one. Rad, yeah.
2: Remember, rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah Bart Connor, the, he was my man. Yeah, That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Well, that's I said. We grew up. We grew up in a totally, totally different generation now. Yeah.
2: Take it like it is COVID. Right. Yeah. No school. Okay. Job loss. A terrible political environment. Okay, kids are watching all of it on TV. I don't mm-hmm. care what parts they're watching; they're watching all of it, and they mm-hmm. have questions. Yeah, like we did that when we were little. I remember watching the Ayatollah Khomeini and Jimmy Carter, and watching things going on in Iran. Dude, and I remember, darkness, man, exactly.
1: God, because exactly. I remember that too. Jeez. So,
2: so oh. I didn't know what the answers were, but I had questions because that stuff would scare me. Right, right. We weren't putting tin foil on our heads or anything, but we were always we were, oh, always we're talking. ducking
0: and covering. Yeah, we yeah.
2: ducking and covering, yeah. talking about nuclear war, all that yeah. stuff, and then Star Wars. Like, not the movie.
0: The the, per, the, yeah, yeah,
2: the plan. Yeah. And so it's one of those things now when I go back and I look and I listen and, I'm, you know, you've got all these things going on, these people rioting, people not rioting, who to mm-hmm. blame, all the finger pointing, all this stuff.
3: Yeah, because there's a lot of finger pointing right now. Man. And, some, and, and you're right, it goes back to the whole identity deal. And again,
2: yeah. it's uh, it's, and when you think of, and I don't even want to get on big tech, but when you think of how a community has broken down, Right, mm-hmm. and it's my belief. This is again a Jason Z opinion, not everybody's belief. When you look at the family as a nuclear whole, right, mm-hmm. and how it's broken down, and you've got millions and millions and millions of kids, United States or otherwise, that have grown up without fathers. Okay, now let's say you become a father tomorrow, a brand new father. Do you spank your kids? Do you believe in spanking? Hell yeah! Are you gonna? <laughs> are you, I know are, we do. I, you know, you, that. Are, you know are, what? Are, are you know? Are you going to let them choose their own gender when they're ready? Mm. Are you going to nope. introduce them to the to God's word? Are you going to let yeah, them that's know that nother, they're? That's a whole other. Exactly. Subject. That's that's all I'm saying about about yeah. about society it, and about yeah. and about the 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 community or not the community but the generation. Generic no society culture culture yeah. what i'm saying about the culture we have and it, and it, and i'll point my fingers at myself because i'm old enough now to notice
1: mm-hmm.
2: we've let culture raise this country yep culture has raised our country and i think that's where the big issue is and that's what everybody's scrambling around trying to fix when it's like as a believer right i'm like god's sovereignty is over all he was there before the beginning and he's going to be there after the end and i hope you know that I'm a part of something positive when when my life comes to an end. But not to get on a serious note, I just think culture, we have allowed culture to raise entire generations. Mm. So when you get arrested in in Walmart for spanking your child or you get looked at and, and shamed and your house gets spray painted and people creep up on you because... Because you grew up in a different generation and you're trying to raise your kids the way that you you believe that you're supposed to, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's all correct. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not voting. This is not a vote for racism. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm all I'm saying is that we have allowed culture to raise this country, and if you're seven in your 70s, right, you're you don't even know what that's like. Yeah. Because you were raised by community. Mm-hmm. That's my argument.
3: Yeah. Man good argument yeah i mean <laughs> I, I, yeah yeah i, I mean yeah. yeah i mean I, I can't i can't disagree with you on that well when we but go, and, and you, know yeah. and you know why you know why because i kind of um uh, i'm just gonna say it because it, it just it kind of when you say that it's true because and it sucks that it's true because um we say culture has raised this country um unfortunately a lot of that a lot of that culture that has raised uh a lot of these kids is hip-hop culture Exactly. Which is really sad.
2: Well, and you can almost say that Michael Jackson, that whole era I'll accept some of that forced ambassadorship. The the moonwalk. Uh, No, seriously,
3: because- because, Well, no, I mean, because I mean, let's just be brutally honest. Hip-hop culture is part of black culture, plain and simple. It didn't come out of anybody else's culture, but mine. Right. Plain and simple. Let's just be honest with it. Right. You know, because- it, it's hip hop I, was hip yeah. hop was formed in the in the hood in the ghetto yeah but do because we, we were talking about what was going on in the hood
2: but but do we blame every black person well no, in the you, world don't, no you don't know you don't hip hop has had, a, had no an i'm not on saying like i'm a teenager no or i'm like,
3: not saying we blame every black person in the oh, world no, I'm, I'm just, just saying yeah, yeah yeah i'm just saying that's where it came from
2: right
0: yeah you know and we can't and yeah no we can't do that i'm just ah, saying but we can blame every white person in the world <laughs> For, <laughs> for buying it, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, right.
3: th- hey, they're, they're the they're the biggest buyers of hey, hip hop and rap.
2: You guys got it. There's four, an 14, elephant. 14,
3: 14, 14, yeah. 14 year old white and there's an elephant. Fourteen year old white and male males, uh, females uh, buy rap. There's an elephant like the in the
2: room. There's an elephant in the room that yeah. you guys are forgetting. Okay, who who almost died this week in the ICU? Dre, Doctor Dre. Yeah, right? yeah. Do I like Doctor Dre's message? Not necessarily. Do I think he's a fantastic producer? You bet you're bottom. Oh, God. I, yeah. I say bottom because I'm not getting in trouble for saying something else. Want me um, to say it? I'll go ahead. It. No. <laughs> but but he's, a, he's, a fantastic, he's a fantastic producer. Right. Now,
3: I'll say asinine.
2: Now, we can go. Gotcha. We can, we can, Sorry. We can. Uh, that'll be a rabbit that can be chased at another day. But all I'm saying is that you can't blame you, Dr. Dre. Dre. Yeah. Right, as an yeah. individual. Yeah. For the effects of rap music Mm-mm. On co- on no. on children On, on no. th- those that I want to say America at large Because yeah.
3: Because see first of all Technically like I just said All he was doing Was just telling you What's go- what's going on In, in, his, in his in his life it is yeah, free It's free speech It's free speech yeah.
0: And you cannot yeah. You can't put some blame On something that is Mm-mm. optional
3: yeah. Right Yeah thank you Because it is optional It's totally optional yeah, because that's, you, that's a because lack because of no, parenting no, Because nobody said You had to buy that Right, right. Nobody put, said you had to listen to and it And I'm not saying Even
0: listening to it Makes you an evil person Nothing
2: like that I'm just simply saying
3: because I listen Oh, because I listen to Dre. So. No, but you, yeah. can't,
2: you, can't put a muzzle, you, you can't put a muzzle on Franklin Graham, just right. like you can't put a muzzle on Dr. Dre. No. Right? Yeah. It's free yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, free it's speech. It's free yeah. speech.
3: No, I agree. Yeah,
2: like Faith and belief, that's a whole different ball of wax. But at the same time, to get back on point is to just say, look, if I stop being a parent to my children,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: okay, and I just let them go, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's terrible parenting, by the way. Well, yeah. yeah but the is. truth is, Right, it started in our generation. Who started babysitting us in 1981? MTV, MTV, <laughs> yeah, MTV started babysitting latchkey kids in 1981.
3: You and I both know because we, we were both latchkey kids. <laughs> do we
2: get angry? At, do we get angry at MTV? No, we let Tipper Gore do that. And
3: <laughs> wow! But, but, oh, but
2: the truth is, right? We were unsupervised that's for true, almost, for over half our lives. For the most part, I'm mm-hmm. speaking in general now, not, sure. not mm-hmm. specifically. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: and we were we were left unsupervised. We had to raise ourselves. We had to make the choices and decisions based on our best effort, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, some of us may have grew up on Tenth Street, where I grew up, across from the Red Dog here in Oklahoma City. Where funny you should say that. Yeah, that's a dangerous place. Do you know grew- this
3: documentary about the Red Dog?
2: I saw that. I didn't watch it, but I've seen it. I've seen I'm the halfway advertisement. through. I'm halfway through it. Like, man, I hope the. I wonder if the food's good. But
3: anyway, so, so I, I, mean, no, I mean, actually, I'm actually halfway through. I started it last don't night. Don't they have ahead. great wings? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I'll be honest. I have no I heard idea. they. Got, I heard they had nice thighs. But anyway. But anyway,
2: yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Some of them may have lived in my apartment. <laughs> look in my apartment. <laughs> but anyway, so all I'm saying is that uh, as you look at society now and you look at the way culture has spoken to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sitting there New Year's Eve night, and I don't, and again this is my opinion, and again I, I, I may get grounded
0: at it or growled for at it for it. You are getting grounded, <laughs> Mister. Dude, <laughs> I'm watching.
2: I'm watching. You know, half of the people that come on on New Year's Eve on, I guess it was one of the network stations, and they're watching the non so much ball drop from New York because mm-hmm. Cuomo's an idiot, and so, um, anyway. Yeah, awesome. So I'm watching these Which one? Oh wait. uh, All of them, (laughs) them, yeah. Gangsters, man. Oh, wait. So that's funny. So I'm watching all these performers. Most of them are lip syncing, some of them are singing live. You know how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just thinking and I have no I have no qualms with them because I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them because I don't really listen to radio anymore. I'm kind of in my own Cosm or whatever. Chasm? Is that a word? Um and I see these two ladies sing, and they've got hooker boots on. I don't know if you know what hooker boots are, but they they start at the ground and they come all the way up past your knee, and then yeah, they're their, shiny usually. Yeah, right? they're real oh, shiny. They are. Yeah, red dog.
3: So
0: <laughs> now he's wearing
2: them. So right? Exactly, Shut up. JD. Those are nice. I know. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But um, red's a weird officer. <laughs> no, listen. I'm trying to be as honest as I can be. Yeah. I watch these two ladies sing. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them, but apparently my teenagers have, and they're popular. And again. I understand from being in radio for so long that oh okay I see how you know how that mm-hmm. can happen, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking, man, and you know, we did the same thing. We went out and bought the Michael Jackson jacket. We went out and bought the Michael Jackson glove. We did the moonwalk. We had the shoes. Still with the, have the jacket. The penny in loaf. dude. I still have this. I still have the glove. Yeah, and I'm my good jackets to go. in
3: storage. Yeah, but <laughs>
2: here's the, here's the thing. We all came together, and and regardless of what you think about personally about Michael Jackson. Um, his music brought a bunch of people together and mm-hmm. I'm not here to toot horns for Michael Jackson or Epic records or Sony or whoever, but, but I am here to say that, that there are things in our culture that do bring us together positively. That's true. And right now, because of, because of, I want to say segregational politics, but that's probably going to, going to open a, a wound somewhere because of identity politics, our own government. Again, this is only my belief. This is Jason Z. This is a Jason Z editorial. It keeps they keep separating us for what reasons? And that's where I'm gonna leave it. What reasons mm. do they
0: have to separate us? Uh and we need to tune into your podcast to get the answer to that right. Yeah, yeah, we do. Let, yeah. let me say this too, as yeah. you were talking, this is what I thought of immediately. I thought of we are the world. Right? Oh well, yeah, yeah. So you think yeah. about we're talking about uniting, right? Yeah. So you've got Quincy, all these Quincy Jones, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you have yeah. all yeah. these amazing artists of yeah. the time. Yeah. Now here's my next statement. Can you imagine how mocked that would be today? Oh, yeah. If, oh, if, God, yeah. Even yeah. with the current stable yeah. Yeah. of popular artists, yeah. if they came together to do that, because country did it recently, um, some form of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was, yeah, it was good. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was all right. Exactly. But yeah. but you had legends. You know, you had yeah. country music legends. You know what? I'm surpri- I'm
3: surprised. Well, well, that might be the reason why he hasn't tried. But I was gonna say I'm surprised Quincy hasn't tried to do it again because I mean Quincy's still alive, right? Yeah. I mean, if you've seen the, I don't know if you've seen the documentary. It's on Netflix. I think it's just called. I think it's just called Quincy. Quincy. Yeah. yeah. It's like two and a half hours, but yeah, it's freaking it's, it's freaking amazing. You've yeah. already seen it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and you learn a lot of stuff that you didn't even know about Quincy. I mean, he's dude. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm I, like I said, I'm surpri- I'm surprised he hasn't tried to do that again. Like before he passes, you yeah. know, because right now, I mean, I think he's probably be the only person that could actually probably pull it off.
0: Well, I think it would be fantastic, and it, would, and it wouldn't be laughed at if he did it. Right. I see, I think you know, it would. Because he's already done it. I think it would be laughed at. You I think, think so. I don't think we would, but well, I think, no, we wouldn't because we'd be like, oh my god! But yeah. we are, we are in the second half of this of the of the population. You know, we're in this right. the older half of the population. Yeah. The bottom half, they're gonna laugh at it. You think oh, AOC is gonna be like, oh, that's sweet? <laughs> I mean, that's they might. not. Okay, a- AOC. Don't <laughs> we'll just yeah. Anyway, I had, to, I had to throw out somebody polarizing. <laughs> well, she's
2: definitely polarizing, and, I, and why she has a job in our government is beyond my control. But it's just it's pretty
0: it's pretty crazy, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I know, but you know what's funny about her? I what an anomaly, right? So here's somebody who's got millions of Twitter followers, and that's she really does. she's got that's millions. literally who she no. represents, but that's not who she's paid to represent, and that's well, the weird part. But
2: before it's me, and I guess I'm going to have to do some research, is what, she's thirty? What 32, something like that? 32, uh, 33 so. years old?
0: Yeah, something, she's early 30s, yeah. Man. Like
2: that, yeah. <clears throat> From bartender to government. I don't know, man. A Netflix documentary. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
3: know, man. Narrated yeah. by Jason Z. Exactly.
2: <laughs> you don't want me to do that because be, I'll be saying things like Ziploc bag of turds all through the whole thing.
3: <laughs> Ziploc bag of turds. I like that. Like, damn, that's good. That's good stuff. Right I mean, can, can, we, can we borrow that? You can,
2: you can use it. You have my
3: permission. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm going to borrow that, because man.
2: I just think sometimes like, we're, we're all waking turds. up. Like, listen, I'm going to, again, we're all waking up, whether you're Democrat or Republican or whatever you decide to choose to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're waking up and it's just a little too, too little too late. Yeah. Man, our government does not love me. Right. Our government does not love you. Okay. Yeah. Most of them, I go on about James Lankford because I've known him since he was in college at OSU, but I'm just going to leave it at that. But.
0: We are getting red pilled, and you're hey, right. The government, okay. but the government was never designed to love us. No, I, no I, they weren't. I and that feel that you, the and they
2: weren't. They weren't designed to, to pull us out of chaos either. They weren't right. designed to, to to speak to us. Per- they'll they weren't designed to spiritually make us whole.
3: Right. <laughs> oh well, no. no. I was gonna say I feel you because I mean I I mean I used to go, I went to church with I went to church with Stet.
1: Yeah for
3: years i mean his, his dad his dad's the one that married me and judy
0: sweet <laughs> yeah so trust so me, you I, found I know, somebody I know Kevin. <laughs> you found somebody who would uh do an interracial marriage
3: yes i did <laughs> and it was his dad it was his it was dad, his dad yeah that? yeah yeah and so uh yeah so yeah because his dad uh john john is yeah john john was god yeah he was amazing he was a good guy yeah. um but uh yeah
0: well let, let's do this because uh we're we're over time which I don't care about, but uh, apparently I do because bringing back to music. I'm talking to Well, I was gonna say I'm gonna bring something up. We we got with that Ziploc bag of turds.
3: I was gonna use that in something here in a minute. If we go
0: <laughs> if we go longer than five minutes, we got to do another hour, and I've got to do a lot of editing and make it a two hour <laughs> oh, podcast. No. So let's do this. Let's do closing thoughts, um, and it can be whatever you want. Ziploc bag of turds. Who wants kidding. to go first? <laughs> who doesn't want to go first that's the black guy question. go first there it is closing thoughts on what everything anything you can cover the politics and something we Any, didn't even talk about you can get into music if you anything, want i everything. know in fact i know what you're going to talk about and let's do that let's all close with with the thoughts on db oh oh okay Yeah. How about we can, that? yeah we can come back to that yeah all right
3: yeah um because it, it, yeah, it is. It is for those of you listening. If you don't know, today is David Bowie's birthday. I believe he would have been as s- we record this. Yeah, as we record this, January he would have been 8th. seventy-four. I think so it would have been seventy-four. Um, <sighs> closing thoughts on Bowie. Uh, probably, yeah, probably one of the greatest musicians of our generation, and I put him at the top five, of maybe probably all time. Yep. I mean Bowie. As far as I'm concerned, because I know I said this, I said this in my podcast, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think, uh, I I don't think Bowie ever made a bad album. That's my own personal, that's my own personal opinion. I've I've heard all of his stuff. I don't think he made a bad album. Um, and for him to release an album, uh, while he was dying because the album came out, I think it was like the day before he died, black star. Um, and when you listen to the album, it's about him dying. Wow. Yeah, and just looking back over his life and it's, it's 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 gosh, probably it's it's dark, but it's probably one of the most heavy albums I've ever listened to, dude, man. I mean, you listen to it and you're just like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for those of you who don't know, he also produced a Broadway production about the Starman in his yeah. last 5 years. Mm-hmm. If you don't know that, cuz if you get a chance, let's go watch uh there's a documentary called Bowie the Last 5 Years and the stuff that he did in those last 5 years will astound you because the man because it was crazy because like the man's dying he knows he's dying and he's still performing he's still recording he's still writing Mm. and i'm just like dude (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean mad mad props mad respect to to bowie i mean he was just so ground control
0: to to major Major jason major jason yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah well i will say this
2: you know i look at i look through a lens where I, I don't, I probably don't have and haven't listened to as many Bowie albums Mm -hmm. as the both of you. No, no. So I'll throw throw that out there, but I will say this, that earlier we were talking before we, before we came on, we were talking about the musicianship of Prince,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, not, not, not his writing ability or his singing ability or his performing ability, just the fact that he's a musician and such a great musician at that. And that's where I hold Bowie Mm -hmm. because same here, because he is just, a musician's musician. Right. Like and there there I don't think anybody can touch him. And there's just a lot of mad respect there and what he did at, during his lifetime in the different like I like to break down my life in 5-year increments and think about things. Mm-hmm. When I think about those 5-year increments for David Bowie, I think okay, at this time frame, obviously I didn't know him as a child and he didn't have any music when he was like seven. So, okay, that's okay. <laughs> but when you think about the time frame that he was a musician and he, he began his career and how he began that career and how it actually ended and what he did mm-hmm. to music yeah. uh, in the generations that he was alive
3: unbelievable mm-hmm. and what's crazy is what he did for fashion too oh like yeah at the same time oh I mean, he yeah he was like the Russell westbrook he was of the rock t- and roll he
2: was the triple he was a triple threat <laughs> yeah no seriously I mean, really, he, he yeah. was a
3: triple threat yeah because that's the thing too he also played people don't realize he also played numerous instruments mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i mean it's just yeah it's crazy
0: he will always be um the uh antagonist in the uh against toggle and Labyrinth. The the Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Labyrinth Jared J- go- Jared the Jared yeah. the Goblin King The Goblin King
2: Dude I used to date a girl With hair like that Oh, Are you serious? We all
3: did in the 80s, right? <laughs> you, so, remind, you remind me of the baby. So I will what, say this. That, <laughs> oh, my god, So my baby. I'm going oh, to download it.
0: Um, no, but you no. know, the thing that sticks out to me when I think of, and, and there's a lot of people that fall into this category. You, know, you mentioned Prince and different different ones. Tom Petty came up in our conversation, different guys. Yeah. But I, it's funny, as a worship leader for most of my life, this is one of the things that I found interesting. The church just constantly goes after younger and younger um, musicians and worship leaders like Mm -hmm. it's their thing Mm -hmm. and I remember I I got in full-time ministry at 19 as a worship leader now all of my staff around like the staff around me were all literally the age we are now 55 yeah older yeah and and somebody asked me about I I remember at the time they talked about I don't know if they used the term relevant because that buzzword wasn't there yet right but this is what I said. I, I brought up Stephen Tyler and Aerosmith, and I said, "Oh yeah." My statement was, "I'd if, like to see him sing in church, That'd dude." Wouldn't oh, that be, dude, that would be so awesome. It would be crazy. Uh, would be crazy. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> so <laughs> crazy, like Seal. I'll tell you what, I oh, wouldn't want to miss you, that thing. Stupid, that's for man. sure. Um, no, but here's the thing. I brought him oh. up because of this. I said, these guys had. By the way, Dream On. I oh, know, right? <laughs> exactly. Sorry. I couldn't oh, resist. And I'd love to hear that in an elevator. Uh. Um,
1: so... <laughs> like... <laughs> Jason's like, okay, I'm about um... to wrangle you two back in. <laughs>
0: you know, one thing about Bowie, that dude looked like a lady.
3: I can tell oh, you that. Know, like, right oh, man.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, okay, back to my point. Uh, the reason I, br- I brought them up was I'm like, they've had number one songs across four decades at the time. Three, three, wait, let's see what I mean Yeah, three decades at okay, the time. Yeah, and and yeah. now it's been maybe four or five. I don't know when they stopped. But mm-hmm. my point is, is you look at that and I'm like, you know, um, if they can be relevant, obviously and surely I could stay relevant in the church because I don't think relevance comes down to age. And this was always my point. And we could talk about a ton of musicians. We've done that already. Right, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. All of the folks we've mentioned and about 500 others yeah. fall in that category. And I think this is where the church has really missed this, is that they, the church has a tendency to look at what the world's doing and, and instantly draw a line to why the world has been successful in it. And they're like, oh, uh, we need young people because look at all these pop stars. And they're and that's it. And they never think beyond that. Yeah. And, uh, and I, so for me, it's like, no, when you are authentic and real, which I would argue some of these artists that we talk about, what sets them apart is they never, they were always true to who they were. Like Michael Jackson is right. a great example. I mean, this is a guy who is trying to, and maybe this is a better way of putting it. All of them, we got to go along the journey with them as they begin to figure out who they were. Yeah. And that was why it was so authentic because they would change and there'd be ebb and flow because they were figuring themselves out. And this is where, again, you know, for me, what I've always strived to do on stage is be me, be authentic, be real. Mm-hmm. And I've probably changed, but I didn't change to match some cultural expectation on yeah. me. No more than David Bowie did or Steven Tyler or anybody else. Yeah, Right. Cause that's exactly
3: what Bowie did. Because when you look at his interviews, they would ask him certain questions about certain things. And a lot of times Bowie would be like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Let's, we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Bowie just stuck to who he was so, his entire life, yeah. even up to uh, all the way up to the end. He's just, he yeah. was, he was Bowie.
0: And I love that. I think that's great. And I, uh, um, so, you know, we talk about respecting some of these guys. That, those are the things I hope that we can learn from their example to be authentic, be real, yeah. and always be true to who we are in the process. That's, I mean, you know, for the, for the sake of, for the sake of just being uh, real to the people around us, changing the world. That's right. Guys, thanks. Oh, no problem, man. You're welcome. We got to do it again. I know, oh, yes. I mean, it's like a have to. Yeah, so. we're going to have to. Uh, <laughs> this was too much <laughs> It was fun. good. It was good. Well, and I want to say thank you to all of you who've tuned in today and uh, asked that if you enjoyed this, please consider sharing it with your friends and family. Hey, before we go, real quick, uh, both of you guys, tell us about your podcast. J.D. Uh, 10 Minutes with JP. It's on Anchor. Um, And then, of course, uh, A Beer and a Song. Yep. and You can find find A
3: Beer and a Song on SoundCloud, uh, Spotify. You can find it just about almost anywhere.
2: Yes, and you can check out First Cup with Jason Z. It typically airs every Monday. Right now I'm kind of in uh, hiatus getting stuff ready. But anyway, you can find it on Anchor, and it also gets played on several of those platforms wherever you get your podcast. That's awesome. awesome.
0: All right, uh, thanks again for joining us. God bless you guys, and we will see you next time.